0: Hi, I'm Jason Seaver. I'm a psychiatrist, and I believe in the infinite potential of the human spirit.
1: And I'm Maggie Seaver.
2: I'm a mother, and the infinite potential of the human spirit scares the hell out of me.
0: (laughs) Don't let her fool you. She's not so tough. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, anyway, last week, after 15 years of motherhood, Maggie went back to work as a reporter for the local newspaper.
2: And Jason moved his practice into the house so he can be there for the kids.
0: They're great kids. Yeah. And we have a great relationship with them.
2: Yeah. There's just one problem. Their father trusts them,
0: and they know
2: it.
3: Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> Show me that
3: smile again. Don't listen them Hey there
4: everybody, this is Angela Bowen, the host of Show Me That Smile Again, a Growing Pains podcast. And today we are kicking off the month of March with the chosen character, Ben Seaver. This is his first episode that I picked out of, well, originally five. We'll see if I can get to five. Um, The episode that I'm going to be discussing today or covering, is going to be from Season 2. Season 2, Episode 16, so more than halfway through with Season 2 at this point. It is called My Brother, Myself. And this episode aired on February 24th, 1987. This episode also has a rating of 7.0. If you have Amazon Prime, you are able to watch this episode along with me. Or after you listen to this episode, you can go on Amazon and watch this episode for yourself. When Ben hits puberty, he gets advice from Mike and tries to hit on his babysitter. Yeah, emphasis on babysitter. This girl is 12. Ben is, like, 10 at this point. I'm sorry, but if I were Ben, I'd be insulted at them getting me a babysitter who's two years older. (laughs) Uh, Maggie and Jason also go on a date. Let's see. This episode was directed by John Tracy. Writers Neil Marlins, the creator, and Susan Beavers. This episode was written by Susan Beavers. Let's see if she's uh, done any other Growing Pains episodes. She wrote for Dharma and Greg, which I never watched that show. Three episodes of The Office, Empty Nest, Nurses. I've never seen that show. Uh she wrote five episodes of Growing Pains. Let's see. Uh The Seavers versus the Cleavers in season one. And season two, she wrote Choices, Higher Education, Some Enchanted Evening, and of course the last one is My Brother Myself. She also wrote one episode of The Golden Girls from season one called The Truth Will Out. Adorable. Let's see, Bob Newhart, Give Me a Break, Facts of Life, It's a Living. What other shows did she write later on? Jennifer Falls, I've never seen that show. Wendell and Vinny. These sound like shows that didn't last. Um, She wrote on Two and a Half Men for 80 episodes, so that's a good chunk of time there. Let's see. I don't think there's any trivia. Oh, we got some connections here. Title reference, $10,000 pyramid. The Seavers go to a taping of The Cosby Show. So this was in 87. What? Um, so if that's the case, then they would have went during season four of The Cosby Show. All right. Oh, we got some trivia. Well, <laughs> I already said this. The Seavers attended taping of The Cosby Show. Growing Pains aired on NBC while Cosby aired in on nbc um actually one of the seavers does not go to this event mike decides to go on a date oh we got a goof stacy mentions that harvard is located in boston it is actually located in cambridge cambridge all right so, I'd like to say before I start the podcast, if you're a new listener, thank you for jumping on board. If you want to follow along with the podcast, find out what episodes are coming up, you can do so. Go to Show Me That Smile Again, the Facebook page, and follow along. Like, go to Instagram and follow along there at Growing Pains Podcast, or is it Pod? I think it's a podcast. Um, if you want to shoot me an email, um, you can do so at L-B-O-M Can talk tonight? L-B-O-M, Wonder Years Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to talk about the Wonder Years, email me about that. Growing Pains, Mr. Belvedere, Small Wonder, just use that email address. It goes for all of the shows. If you're a regular listener, if you've been listening for a while, you enjoy the podcast, you can go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, And subscribe if you haven't already. Also, if you're, like I said, enjoying the podcast, you want to give it a shout out, leave a rating and review. Um, also before I get into this episode, if you've been following along on Instagram or the Facebook page um, for the Wonder Years, you'll know that my father passed away last Friday from lung cancer. Um, he had been in the hospital that same week, and he came home on Tuesday, and he passed away on Friday, so it's been a whirlwind the last, like, few, this whole week, from Friday until Tuesday and everything, it's just, it's really hard to wrap my head around it, um, but I really kind of want to get back into this podcasting, and I think that'll help me deal with it, um, Yesterday, I had a really, really good day. I, I told Jeremy, it's like, it's it's a me day. I, I went to um, Barnes and Noble, I guess if you want to call it retail shopping. Um, I got some books, and I tried this Starbucks cinnamon shortbread, shortbread frappe thing, which I thought was okay. Luckily, it didn't give me any issues. Um, went to, got McDonald's for dinner, and the first time in over three years, um, I actually had a burger for McDonald's, and I, the reason I hadn't been having a burger at McDonald's is because three years ago, around Christmas time, I got really sick, and I just vowed I'm not going to eat any more burgers, and I wanted to get the Smokehouse Chicken Sandwich, apparently this one, McDonald's, like, doesn't cover it, even though it's on their website, so I'm like, Alright. I'll risk it. I'll get the burger. And, um, yesterday I went and saw the Captain America, <laughs> Captain America, I'm sorry guys, Captain Marvel. Um, I saw the preview and I'm like, I really would like to see it. I really like the actress Brie Larson. I think she's great. I have watched her work on United States of Terra, um, the movie Room, and stuff like that. She's a really great, phenomenal actress. And the thing is, I broke another thing. Um Usually I go and see Matinee movies, so I'm not like in a crowded theater, but I'm like, I wanna do it. I wanna go at seven. Just and this experience was amazing. The crowd was amazing. They clapped when Stanley's name came up on the screen and just at the end of the movie when they do that additional scene after the credits, it just It was great. I just, I felt comfortable, and and the people, I needed that. I really think after this week that I've had with dealing with the death of my dad, I really needed to be amongst people who were just laughing and enjoying a movie as a whole big group of people, you know? Everyone was really friendly with each other. No one was angry or being rude or anything. It was just such a great experience. But, alright, let's get into this episode, finally. I think this is funny, um, Ben is not the, the, the thin little wispy boy from season one. He's getting, he's getting a little bigger. Not fat, but he's getting, you know, more meat on his bones, you know, he's filling out a little bit. And then he will thin out later on, and, you know, season four and stuff, and he'll get to be, uh um... A tall, lanky... That kid, Ben, Jeremy Miller, who plays Ben, is going to tower over Kirk and Tracy, who play um, Mike and Carol in, like, the last two seasons. He is just gonna... He's gonna shoot up there. And, And one episode, I believe, later on, he does mention to both Mike and Carol in two different episodes, like, I'm taller than you. So he revels in that being even though he's the youngest, well, younger sibling. Youngest sibling until Trissy comes along. He loves that. He relishes in the fact that he is taller than both his older siblings. And he tries to use that to his advantage. So I'm not exactly sure if the Cold Opens started sometime in Season 1 or whether they started in Season 2. Um, another thing that is... It's not a catchphrase with Ben, but it's kind of like his shtick, his his little spiel deal that, you know, everyone's got their own thing. Carol's the brain, Mike's the, the goof-off, who's, you know, not that great at school, and he gets the girls. Ben's thing, currently, is screaming at just about anything. And I think that goes into season four. But I'm gonna play this clip, as Ben is just... Excited. You know, he's going to a taping of a live Cosby show. We learn later on when he's trying to impress his two-year-old or two years older than him, babysitter Trudy, that he and his family, they go out and do stuff like that all the time. Since they're in New York, they go to live tapings of game shows, TV shows. And apparently she's never heard of, you know, well, she's never experienced anything as wild as that. So that really impresses her. But we'll get into that later. But I'm going to play this clip. As Ben is like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go! And Jason comes down the stairs like, buddy, what? Chill. Chill yourself, okay? <laughs> I'm excited too, but you don't see me screaming. Go outside on the porch and wait for the family.
1: Let's go, let's go, let's go! We're gonna be late! Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I'm excited!
0: <laughs> We're gonna go outside!
1: Ben, they're Friday night at a live taping of the Cosby show.
0: I know, I'm excited too, Ben, but you don't hear me yelling. Let's go! What's taking Mom and Carol so darn long? Well, Ben, I guess you're finally old enough to hear this. What? Women are always late. Why? No one knows, Ben. It's just the way it is and always has been.
1: We could leave without them.
0: Well, <laughs> the next thing you have to learn about women, Ben, they hate it when you ditch them.
1: Why are they always late?
0: I didn't say women made sense. (laughs) What? (laughs) I said they make tremendous sense. (laughs) Let's face it, Ben, they're just better than us. (laughs) Oh, you look great. What does she look great? You look... I'm going to start the car.
1: Uh (laughs) Wait for Carol, too. She's your sister, so... All set. How do I look?
3: Great.
1: Mike, we're leaving.
2: Okay, you guys have fun. Carol, come on, don't you go get ready?
1: (laughs) May your date tonight turn out to be the most embarrassing event of your entire life. Mike, I don't get it. How could you go and mess around with some stupid girl when you could see the taping of the number one show on TV? When
2: puberty hits, you'll get it, Ben.
1: Dad already told me about girls. I'm not impressed. Okay, so Jason
4: shouts up the stairs after pulling Ben back inside from the porch. He's like, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go! And Ben's like, why don't we leave without Mom and Carol, okay? And (laughs) it's funny how Jason uses this time as an excuse to talk to Ben about women. Because Ben's like, why do they take so long? And Jason's like, well... That's one of the great mysteries of women. Men don't know why they take so long. Well, the one thing is girls, you know, when they go out, they want to look nice. You know, they're going out in public. They want to put makeup on. They probably spend, you know, hours, you know, either in front of the mirror doing their hair. All that stuff because that takes time. You want to get it right, right? I mean, I don't wear makeup myself, but... Yes, you want to look good. Just like guys. I don't just throw on something and run out the door when you're going out to an event like this. You want to look nice. Ben's wearing a suit. Carol's looking very, very pretty. I really like what she's wearing. And um, Ben at one point says, hey, Dad, why don't we just ditch them? Or why don't we just, we can leave them here. And Jason's like, well, another thing that women don't like, they don't like when you ditch them. And, um, Jason makes a remark how he says, well, women don't make sense. That's right. Maggie is walking down the steps from the upstairs as soon as, like, she's like, excuse me? And he's, Jason, nice save. It's, oh, well, no, honey, you look nice. Ben, doesn't she look, is, doesn't she look nice? It's like he's trying to cover up for making some sly comment there. Carol's coming come down the stairs. She is looking very very pretty her hair is up it's teased it's very it's an improvement over I mean there's nothing wrong with her hair in season one it it was short in the beginning it started to grow out a little but now it's all it's curly it's you know poofed out a little bit even Maggie's hair is an improvement from season one as well whereas it was more longer it was curly but it was you know longer but she'd have it up and now it's kind of more shoulder length. And everything, um, Mike comes out. Ben's like, Hey, Mike, why are you wasting a Friday night with some girl when you can go see the no- taping a live taping of the number one show on TV? Mike, of course, is like, Ben, when puberty hits, you'll know it, you'll get it, you'll understand. And of course, that's gonna come back here in a moment. Um, another thing is, <laughs> Mike looks at Carol's like, Oh, Carol, aren't you gonna get ready? And she says to him, may tonight your date be the most embarrassing time of your life or something. Which, that's going to come back too. So, so Carol's wearing like a short like brown blazer and she's got a nice top. She's wearing some jewelry, some matching earrings that match, I think, the blazer that she's wearing. She's very, very pretty. Wearing some makeup. And the thing is, Ben wearing this suit that he's wearing, he's actually, I believe, worn that in a couple episodes of season two already. I think one was a Christmas episode where he brings home that homeless girl, and then there's another one, I think, where he and Candace Cameron plays his friend Jenny, who you met in season four. Um, He's... Doing, like, a report for school where he's pretending to be, like, a newscaster. He's interviewing somebody for a school project, and he's wearing his little... As Mike refers to it as a weenie suit later on. Mike is just wearing, like, a, a, a gray sweater with a light pink popped collar underneath. So it's just something kind of simple. No, he, he's not putting a lot of work into his date with this girl at all unless he hasn't gotten ready yet which that may be the case but let's get to this live taping of the cosby show you don't see anything of the cosby's you don't hear the theme music if it wasn't if you didn't know it was a cosby show you wouldn't know what life they didn't mention it you would not know what show they're even going to because there's nothing to indicate it's the cosby show except for ben mentioning it I love Ben's comment where he says, oh, Dad already told me about girls. I'm not interested. I'm like, well, Benny, you're going to be getting interested in, like, less than two minutes from now. (laughs) So the family's sitting in the audience. They're laughing, having a good time. And Ben does, like, a double take where he's, like, laughing, turns his head, faces forward watching the show, but then... He turns back quickly, looks at this really pretty girl. She's a blonde girl, wearing like a robin's egg blue um, button-up sweater with a really nice white button-up top underneath. And she's got these really pretty star earrings. She's got like a barrette in her hair. She's really cute. And he's just looking at her, and the girl looks over at him and smiles. And we get this really romantic, like, undertone to this that's playing, like, over-overneath. There's no dialogue or anything, but... And the girl, like, lightly waves and winks at him, and Ben is just looking at her like he's in a trance of some kind, almost like it's a a Twitter-painted, um thing from bambi where they're all walking along bambi flower and um thumper and each one of them is like bit by the love bug and they have the twitter painted look that's what he's like sitting there like he, like i said he's in a trance like what huh he, it's like he's seen girls before and you know not thought anything of it but he sees this girl and it's like his life has changed for like the better, in a way. And Ben will actually describe how it felt when he looked at this girl, and we'll go into that in a bit when he actually talks to Mike. Because that might be... I don't... Puberty isn't like it hits you, like... That's not how that works. Don't... Like, wake up one morning all of a sudden you're like, oh, I like, you know, this gender, or that gender, or, or, or something like that. That's not... You can't turn it on and off like, you can't turn it on like a light switch. This girl, this actress, I don't, we don't even know this girl's name. We never see her again. Actually, the actress does come back in like season five, four, five, five, six, five five, six? Five or six. When um, Ben's mo- making his movie, she's like one of those bikini clad girls that I don't think it's a name either. But I'm gonna play this clip so you hear this mushy, lovey dovey music. But like I said, she's being like really over the top with this slight little wave, finger wave, like little hands, uh, and then winking, like,
3: oh, you're cute. I like you. <laughs>
4: thing? All of this takes place before the intro starts. These are long, long intros. Or not long intros, I'm sorry. Long cold opens. So while he's all getting mushy gooey eyed over this girl, we hear the audience applaud and Jason kind of, you know, smacks Ben's leg like, hey, wasn't that great, Ben? And Ben's like, I missed it. I can't believe I missed it. As everyone's getting up and like moving away, Like, they're getting up from their seats, and they're like, alright, it's done, let's go. And he's sitting there, he's like, oh no, puberty! Like, sure, I guess, if that's what you want to call it then. And he's like, I can't believe I missed the ending. It's like, buddy, you'll see it when it airs, okay? Don't worry, you know what the episode's about, right? Like, oh, yeah, TV Guide. Oh yeah, I saw that. I mean, it probably would have been cool to see the ending, like, while it was being taped but and I've never been to a live taping of ever of anything so I don't know how it works but don't they do a lot of those takes like over and over again to get them right so I'm sure that ending probably could have been done more than once so what did you really miss I mean he was like out of it in a trance for like less than 10 seconds Mm -hmm. so this intro here is kind of interspliced with scenes from season one. Also, um, pictures of the cast when they're young, you know, the kids when they're, like, babies and preteens and everything like that. I'm trying to think, is this the start of at the end of the intro where all the family members except for one go back to the house and then the one remaining is the one the episode's gonna be about but it's like no this is ben's episode so why is jason standing there maybe that doesn't start until season three or maybe it's season four So, we see the little clock that's dinging. Mike comes in. It's dark. You can't see anything. And Ben is sleeping on the couch because he wants to wait up for Mike to ask, you know, advice on what happened, his experience. And I'm sorry, but if your kid is out past curfew, don't you think, and this is in 87, this is before cell phones, Wouldn't you be a little freak? Maggie, I'm surprised that she's not waiting up wondering where her son is. Like, son, I set a curfew for you, or your father and I did. Why are you not home? Because you hear Mike come in the door, like, oh, good, I made it. As soon as Mike shuts the door, Ben screams and falls off the couch.
1: Mike, I had to talk to you, and I didn't want to miss you. Yeah, but you almost killed me. Yeah, Mike, something weird happened tonight. What? Puberty. <laughs>
2: Get out of here.
1: I'm not kidding. I mean, there I was, laughing, having a great time. And all of a sudden, I look over, and there's this girl, and she's looking at me real funny, and she goes... And bang! I heard this weird kind of music, and everything looked goofy, and I was sweating... I felt, I don't know, kind of like my body ain't quite thin anymore.
2: <laughs> yep, that's puberty, all right. <laughs> it was gross. How do I stop it? Uh, you can't, Ben. See, nobody stops puberty. Well, how long does it last? Well, you never know. I mean, it could last forever. Look at Michael J. Fox.
1: <laughs> like, I'm confused.
2: Yeah, well, just got to learn to live with it, Ben.
1: Like you have? Right, but I don't want to make a total jerk out of myself every time a girl walks into the room.
2: Who says I do that, Mom? All right, well look, you're just gonna have to take my word on this one, Ben. The puberty is fantastic. I mean, it's like an amusement park filled with girls.
1: I hate girls.
2: Oh come on, Ben. Think about that. Do you really hate girls?
1: Yes. No. No, I don't hate girls. <laughs> i don't know anything about girls what do i say to them ben listen explain girls mike please 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 ben you're gonna have to talk to dad okay i can't do that mike this is private help me
2: okay look ben i'll be straight with you dad made me promise that if you ever came to me with any questions on sex i wouldn't say a word
1: who's talking about sex i want to know about girls
4: So, one thing I want to point out is this entire conversation between Mike and Ben takes place, of course, in the living room. Neither of them, of course, bothers to turn on the light. They don't want to wake their parents. Yet, Ben is screaming, No, I don't like girls! Yes, I like girls! Like, oh my god, buddy. You don't want to wake your parents? But I'm surprised nobody has turned the light on and asked what's going on down there. So Ben kind of starts out with like, Mike, something weird happened tonight. And Mike's like, what? and Ben says, puberty. And Ben's kind of scared. <laughs> like, what is this that I experienced? Help me, like, figure this out, Mike. And Mike is like, Ben, I'm going to sleep, all right? Mike's ready to head to the stairs to go to bed He's like get out of here I'm going to bed and Ben's like no I'm not kidding there I was I was sitting there In the audience I look over and this girl She's staring at me she's waving She's winking at me And he says like bang all of a sudden I hear this weird music and everything look goofy And then it's like I I don't know it's like my body didn't quite Fit anymore Oh he also says he was sweating Uh, Okay Welcome to adolescence. I mean, Ben's 10 years old, right? So he's technically considered a preteen. So yeah, you're going to get to a point where your body doesn't fit. You're like, you know, he's not the skinny, rail-thin little boy he was in season one. He's getting older, and he's developing a little I guess. You know, putting on a little bit of weight. He's probably getting a little taller. <laughs> but then, of course, you have your biological changes and stuff like that. So Mike just looks at him like, oh, yep, yep, that's puberty, all right, I went through it, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. I love Ben's response, was like, Yeah, it was gross, how do I stop this? And Mike's like, buddy, you can't stop puberty, it's just something that you have to live with. So, um, Mike kind of leads Ben over to the the couch there. I'm surprised they didn't bump into, like, the coffee table, because they're in the dark. And Ben's like, well, how long does puberty last? And Mike's like, well, I don't know. Uh, Just ask Michael J. Fox. Family Ties reference. So is that a reference on what? Because he's five foot two or five foot three or something like that? Like, he's not short because he's still going through puberty. He's short because that's about as tall as his body would let him get. Ben's just confused. And Mike just says, well, you gotta live with it. I love that Ben's wearing these cute little um, pajamas. and It just speaks of how much of a little kid he still is. <laughs> so Ben's like, I don't, you know, what do I do? I mean, I don't want to make a jerk out of myself in front of girls or, or every time a girl walks into the room. And Mike's like, well, who says i do that? And Ben's like, mom. So, but Mike's like, hey, look, you just gotta take my word for it, okay? Puberty is like an amusement park filled with girls. And Ben's like, ugh, I hate girls. Ugh. And Mike kind of levels Ben with a look like, kind of rolls his eyes like, really, Ben? Think about it. Do you really hate girls? And Ben's like, yes! I mean, no! And then he grabs Mike pulling on his shirt like, no, I don't hate girls! Like, Yeah, how are Jason and Maggie now? Like I said, he... Ben's shouting is like octaves. Like, you can hear that from upstairs. So Ben is really desperate. He's like, Mike, please explain girls to me, and... Or Ben says, please explain girls to me, Mike. And Mike's like, look, I promised Dad if you had any questions about sex that I would tell you to go to him. And Ben's like, well, who cares about sex? No, I want to know about girls. So Ben, you know, he just wants the advice of his older brother. He doesn't want to, like, go to his dad because Jason's a psychiatrist. We'll see in the later episode with uh, Ben's fake birthday party that he'll, like, want to know more about girls at that point. Um, I believe that's in season four. And (laughs) Jason sets him down and starts reading from, like, humpback whales and the pistols and the stamens with the flowers and reproductive stuff like that. And it's like, no, because Jason's going to make it a whole dang lecture. He just, you know, his... Ben looks up to Mike. You know, Mike is this cool guy, older brother, right, that gets a girl every single weekend, probably a couple times a weekend, and you know he just wants advice. Like, how do I deal with this? How do I talk to a girl? I don't know what to say. <coughs> All right. So now we move to the next morning. Maggie is serving coffee to Jason. It's breakfast time. Ben comes in and kisses his mom and dad on the cheek, and he's just wearing you know typical blue pants. Oh, Ben! I notice a lot. This is kind of for Ben is that he'll wear, like, a solid print shirt, but then he'll have, like, a long, like, button-up shirt over it. So Jason and Maggie are kind of noticing a change in Ben, especially with how he smell he's smelling this morning. As Jason's like, are you wearing aftershave, Ben? <laughs> As Ben sits down at the table. So Ben's like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. am. And Jason's like, why? And... Ben's like, I don't know, can, um, you know, can you not ask me questions? I got a lot of stuff on my mind right now. I got a, th- a lot of stuff to think about. <laughs> so, this is where Maggie comes up with the idea, like, Jason, you know, we haven't been out, like, on a date in quite a while. What do you say this weekend we, you know, go out? Jason's, you know, at the table reading his paper, He's like, a date? And this, of course, Ben's ears perk right up at the sound. Like, oh... <laughs> I mean, if he had a uh, a memo pad and a pencil, he would be taking notes because his head shot right up. So Maggie wants you know them to get Jay- her and Jason get all dressed up, go to dinner, some dancing. She's how long? When's the last time that we went out and did that? And I love Jason's response. He's like, "How old is Mike again?" <laughs> like it's been quite a while. So I'm gonna play this clip as Jason asks Ben like. How about it, Ben? You got any advice, buddy? (laughs) So Ben, of course, is like, well, I don't even know what you're supposed to do on a date. It's like, well, it doesn't really matter what you do as long as you're enjoying the person, you know, that you're spending time with. You're doing something you both want to do. Stuff like that. So I think, like, Ben is like, okay. He's, like, still a little confused. So he's like, you know what, I'm gonna go check on Mike, and get some advice that's maybe closer to his age range. Because his parents are going out on a, we've been married for well over 15 years, we haven't dated. Clearly, you can tell we haven't went out on a date in a long time. So he wants
1: advice for
4: someone who's closer to his age, maybe.
0: Come on, Ben, what do you think? You got any advice?
1: I don't even know what you're supposed to do on a date. Well, you,
0: you go out. Have a good time. Doing what? Well, it doesn't matter exactly what you're doing, Ben. What matters is that you're spending time with the one who captured your heart.
1: How do you know she's captured your heart? She pays. Chase. <laughs> kidding?
0: You know I'm kidding, don't you, Ben?
1: Oh yeah.
0: Well, then you got a date, huh? Oh
1: great! I'll go call a sitter. I don't need a babysitter. Yes, you do, Ben. Dad.
0: We've been through this before, Ben.
1: Oh great. A whole,
3: stupid,
1: boring night with a 12-year-old girl. Hmm. Of course,
4: before Jason and Maggie get up to, you know, start their day, they're like, oh, yeah, well, just let me call a babysitter. And Ben's like, I don't need a babysitter. And Jason's like, Ben, we've been through this. (laughs) You do need a babysitter. And he's like, oh, man, a whole night stuck with a 12-year-old girl. And then he's like, Hmm. This could be a good idea. Get some practice in. Can practice my dating moves on this girl. All right. Now we move to Mike's room. We got the music blasting. He's getting ready. He's wearing one of those thin ties. He's just trying to look good for his date. Ben's <laughs> watching in the doorway as Mike is talking to himself in front of the mirror. Like, he's trying to, like, psych himself up for this date.
2: Hey, babe. What's happening?
1: <laughs> How come you're talking to yourself?
2: I'm not talking to myself. I'm just rehearsing my moves.
1: What are moves?
2: They're what you put on girls.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How can you do that?
2: in order to look cool Ben see it's just as important to look cool as it is to be cool
1: but you were in your old pants
2: well yeah I mean although it is important to look cool (laughs) the worst thing I could do is to make it look like I went out of my way for this Fox why why Ben look girls don't like guys who are wimps (laughs) they like guys who are a little bit unpredictable and a guy who's a little bit dangerous (laughs) Get into trouble at any moment.
1: So Peewee Herman probably has more dates than he can handle. Get out.
2: Get out, Ben.
1: So this
4: is kind of goofy how Mike is looking into the mirror, pointing at his reflection, and going, "Hey, babe, what's happening?" So Ben is kind of queuing in on some of these things that Mike is doing as material that he can use to impress this babysitter. So Ben asks him, like, why are you talking to yourself in the mirror? And Mike's like, well, I'm not. I'm actually, you know, working on my moves. And I'm thinking, Mike, this is now season two. Almost done with season two. Why are you working on these moves? You should have them down pat exactly what you're going to do. Although maybe it, like, varies from girl to girl. Like, maybe what works on one girl might not work on another girl. So, Ben, or, um, Mike's got, um, a button-up shirt, he's got that skinny yellow tie, and he's got a grayish-colored blazer. It looks okay, but he's wearing jeans, which, you know, is that a thing in the 80s? I mean, I know that, like, Alex Keaton and Michael J. Fox were, um, you know, blazers, but no, his was more of a, uh suit and tie type, you know, blazer thing, but Mike's is just a, a light, simple blazer. Nothing too fancy about that. Um, ben mentions, like, but you're wearing your old pa- your jeans, your old pants. So Mike kind of says, it's like, yeah, I mean, I want to look, all, you know, good, but then again, it's like, I don't want to look like I, I'm desperate, like I went out of my way to impress this girl. Like, he wants to be... Semi-cash? Like, you're rocking it up top, but then you got the jeans, so you're going, uh, kind of cash. So Ben doesn't know what moves are. Like, what are moves? And Mike's like, it's what you put on girls. I like... <laughs> Mike's like, it's just as important to look cool as it is to be cool. So Mike's giving him quite, you know, a bit of information to think about. So... Mike says, girls don't like guys who are wimps. Girls like guys that are unpredictable, that are kind of dangerous, that could get into trouble at any moment. Well, maybe when you're a teenager, girls might be into that kind of thing, but let me tell you, as they get older, they want someone who's going to be responsible and definitely focused. I mean, no 16-year-old girl, I don't think they're looking for a long-term relationship, and neither are, you know, teenage guys don't want a long-term thing either. <laughs> like, it's fun, you know, and, you know, it's probably good to, like, meet different people and stuff like that when you're young, but then as you get older, you have more of an idea of the type of person you're looking for, like, when you get into your college years, like, people that you may want to you have a type that you look for in a way that you would look towards like you'd be in or like looking for maybe husband type material down the road. Someone that you can see yourself settling down with and starting a family and having a career and stuff like that. So almost like high school's almost like playtime and, you know, fun time. <clears throat> but Mike's he's not even you know, he's not thinking about any of that stuff. No, he's just Got a different girl every single weekend. Sometimes probably more than one. I'm surprised he hasn't even made it through the uh, female population of Dewey High. He probably has. (coughs) Mike takes from his dresser the spray deodorant and he sprays his shirt pit. Not his actual armpit, but his shirt pit. Like, that is gonna stain. You gotta, if you want antiperspirant and you want that protection, you put it on your bare pits. You don't spray, you don't open your jacket and then just spray, like, your shirt. Your shirt might not smell like B.O., but your pits are gonna smell like B.O. And he's a teenager's Teenagers smell if they don't take care of themselves. So, Ben ends up getting kicked out of Mike's room by mentioning how Pee Wee Herman must have more dates than he can handle. Well, I don't know about Pee Wee Herman, but Mike sure's got a bunch of dates. So, we go downstairs, Jason is ready to go, we get his, like, it's almost like young Ben, but in Jason's body, like, come on, let's go, let's go! He's calling up to Maggie, Jason comes, Her Mike comes down, he's like... Hey, Dad, let me let you in on a little secret. And Jason's like, what's that? And Mike says, women are always late. It's like, oh my goodness, again with this? We are not. (laughs) You guys, you know what? We're not late. You guys are just early. Mm -hmm. So Jason asks who the lucky girl is. And we get this Sheena Woo Woo Berkowitz. What is with the Woo Woo? Before we had Wonder Buns, now we have Woo Woo? And even Jason's like, Woo Woo? What's woo-woo? How she looks? I don't know. It just sounds like something not nice against women. I don't like it. Okay, it looks like everyone's got plans. So this is Saturday night. Mike's going out with Sheena woo-woo. Carol's got plans with Bobby. And Bobby apparently does not want to come to the door because Jason makes him nervous. We will meet Bobby when we get to covering Carol, which will probably be either May or June. I haven't decided. Next month, um, if you want to know early, um, is going to be, for the month of April, is Luke Brower. So we're going to get into Leonardo DiCaprio's some of his episodes. I think we might do Carol, and then we'll do Mike. So we'll just, we'll kind of, you know, go from there. Chrissy does not have that many centered episodes, so we might be doing maybe just a couple of hers. If Something like that. Oh, she's going to a movie with Bobby. Okay. And she said, Carol said she wants to wait for him on the porch because if he comes in there, Jason's probably gonna, like, want to talk to him or give him a lecture. And Jason makes Bobby nervous. So Carol opens the door and we get the babysitter, Trudy, who I believe is in the episode before this. So she's, this is her second, this is her last episode. Um, so Carol opens the door and this girl Tree is like, oh my gosh, wow, I didn't even, like, ring the doorbell. It's like, yeah, it's like if you were to, like, back in the day pick up your landline and someone else was already on the line, like, it hadn't rung or anything. Like, say you were gonna call somebody or, like, something like that. So, Trudy's like, oh, hi, Dr. Seaver, sorry I'm late. And Jason's like, oh, that's okay, Trudy, all women are. As Maggie's like, all women are what? As she comes down the steps. She's looking very, very nice. I like what she's wearing. It's a, would you call it powder blue, maybe? She's wearing uh, some pearl jewelry necklace. She gets a woo from the audience as she walks down and she steps into the light. So Jason turns to Maggie, holds out his hand, takes her hand and says, Well, I'm Jason Seaver. I'm your date this evening. And you are? And she puts her hand in his. And she's like, anxious. And she almost is like she's running her tongue along her the front of her teeth. Like she wants to get down to the bone zone with her husband. (laughs) He really does. Like, I want to get through the dinner and the dancing, and I want to get back to the bedroom. Or we can rent a room somewhere, because I want to feast on you. So, Jason and Maggie get ready to head out. Maggie tells Trudy, hey, help yourself to anything in the kitchen. We'll be back around 11. Ben's upstairs doing something. Ben's taking a shower, which shower or a bath? He's taking, like, a bunch of them, so he's going to smell extra nice and soapy. (laughs) Oh, he's taking a shower, not a bath. And uh, Jason mentions how it's his third one today. So uh, Maggie's like, well, maybe he can make up for last year. So Jason and Maggie leave, and Trudy takes off her jacket, makes herself at home, sitting on the couch, and she turns on the TV. And this is... Mu- the music, I'm gonna play this clip, but this music that's playing is something that seems to come on a lot when they're playing, like, supposedly risque-type movies. <laughs> <laughs> heard the clip and that music it almost sounds like she turned on skinamax because it's it's just got that semi-porno-ish like hottie totty music i don't know um she's sitting there watching the tv all of a sudden ben comes down and is there a switch or something because he turns the lights out and she kind of is like looking at the tv and then looking at like looking at Like, what the fuck with the lights here? Um, As you see Ben, who has popped his collar like Mike, he's got this fuchsia-colored, solid-colored t-shirt underneath a gray blazer. Which looks like it's probably just the blazer that he was wearing last night to the uh, live taping of the Cosby show. And he sits on the banister and looks at her, and he's like, hey, babe, what's happening? And he just kind of looks at her, almost like curling his lip like Elvis. And she's, like, turned full around looking at him, and she's got this, not a snarl, but she's almost got a, like, upturned nose, like Georgette with Tito type thing going on. In Oliver and Company. Like, what is this? I'm not amused. I'm here to babysit you. I don't need you to hit on me. Little 10-year-old boy. So, that must have been the commercial break. Because now we come back. Uh, Trudy's got a soda. And she's sitting, like, in the corner of the couch that's near um, the end table with a phone on it, I believe. And Ben is, like, right on the other side. So, there's a like a person's worth of space between them. And she's got um I think it's like popcorn that's sitting on her lap. I really like her She's got fuchsia too. Uh like a sweater and then she's got like this black and fuchsia checked pants and then she's got a fuchsia like a scrunchie which is kind of her hair kind of like poofed upward. Like almost like a a, a high pony. Uh, ponytail but upward, <clears throat> and she is like Trudy is visibly pissed off. Is like, I don't need this. I mean, I'm she's 12, but she's like, I'm here to do a job, and now I'm really uncomfortable because you're trying to hit on me in a way that I don't. She's not wanting that attention, she didn't ask for that attention either. <laughs> But then again, Ben's young, he's impressionable from watching Mike, this crappy advice that he got from his older brother, he's just going to use, like, oh, this puberty thing, it's, it's new to me, I don't know how to talk to girls, but I'm going to use Mike's advice.
1: What the heck's going on here? I'm using all my moves and she acts like she doesn't care. Wait a minute, what did dad say? women don't make sense so i guess it's going the way it's supposed to so far so good van stop clowning around huh what get away from me what are you doing i've had enough of this junk i'm in the mood to do something unpredictable Something dangerous. I don't know. I'm just the kind of kid who likes to get in trouble. (laughs)
3: You
1: better not, young man. This is the best babysitting job I've got, and I'm not about to lose it. Now sit still and be quiet or I'll send you to bed. (laughs) This is the worst night of my life.
4: So... Ben's going, like, oh, my moves aren't working. I'm like, we haven't really seen any of your moves other than you sitting on the banister and saying, hey, babe, what's happening? And, like, curling your lip like Elvis. So, he's like, what did Dad say? Women don't make sense. So, he sits closer to Trudy, puts his arm around, no, he takes, because she's got a bowl of popcorn, he takes one, pops it in his mouth, and then he puts his arm around her, which she is like, don't, don't fucking touch me. And she turns to him like, Ben, what are you doing? And he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, will you get away from me? So Ben procures the TV remote, remote which I thought was on the coffee table at first, because he just whips it out, turns the TV up, off. Or no, he like stands up, turns the TV off. He spins like on a dime to face her. It's like, oh, I just want to do something, I just want to do something unpredictable, you know, I want to get into trouble as he plops right down next to her. She looks at him and says, well, you better not, young man. This is the best babysitting gig that I have, and I'm not going to lose it on account of you. Now, straighten up, sit down, shut your mouth, or I'm gonna send you to bed. And she pushes, shoves him, takes her hand, pushes it into his chest, and shoves him across the couch. Like, sit there, shut your fucking mouth. Ben stands up, starts to walk away. It's like, what is going on here? I'm using these moves, and she's not interested at all. This is the worst night of my life. As Mike comes in, slams the door, he's like, this is the worst night of my life. So, basically, he calls Boner and says, hey, I got news for you. Sheena Woo Woo Bergeritz, Stood me up. And of course, Boner, you don't hear him on the other end, but you hear Mike say, Why is it not so hard to understand? Like, well, Mike, i say your reputa- reputation precedes you, as in, you've got a reputation. You might be um, a cute, funny guy smarmy guy at Dewey High, but your reputation, you go through a lot of girls, buddy, and you don't think that they're not gonna talk to each other in the gr- in the locker rooms, in the girls' room, you know, the bathroom about you. We're just gonna get around the kind of guy that you are. So, he's in a way kinda getting a taste of his own medicine. As in, yeah, you're gonna be stood up once in a while, Mike. That's just how it's gonna be. <coughs> He was stood up. He's like, I can't believe this. Me, Michael Siever, stood up. So Mike is, like, shouting, and this girl, you know, Trudy's just sitting there on the couch, like, looking at him in alarm, like, what is going on? What, what, what's happening? As Mike's like, I am through with women. That's it. Like, and she's, like, cowering by the phone. They're like, should I call my folks to come get me? And Mike's like, oh, yeah, fine. That's fine. Go ahead. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out with Ben as he sits next to Ben and then like slowly looks at him and takes in Ben's attire like, "Ben, what's with the?" And then Mike makes the connection as he's looking at Trudy. It's like, "Benny, are you hitting on your babysitter?" And Ben, of course, in his all his bendness, like ah! as he runs upstairs screaming his head off and Trudy of course finds this hysterical she laughs
0: Hang out here with Ben. <laughs> ben,
2: why you dressed like that? <laughs> Benny, like, please my like, don't like. Please don't. Benny, are you putting the moves on your
3: babysitter? <laughs> So Mike
2: is
4: talking to Boner on phone and we get a knock on the door and Mike opens the door, looks at the girl, and he's like, breaks over. This is Trudy's sister, who I believe will play in a later episode about Coach Lubbock, like he plays one or this girl plays, the actress plays a different character, one of Coach Lubbock's daughters, like he's got like eight kids. Like, a lot of them are girls. (laughs) Mike hangs up the phone, looks at the girl, who's you know, just dressed casual. Nice, um, light blue with white striped sweater and jeans. And she's like, oh, hi! And he's like, hey, babe, what's happening? And she doesn't think anything of it. She's like, oh, well, not much. Just here to pick up my sister Trudy. She doesn't take offense to... Mike calling her babe at all, which, why would she in 1987? So, uh, Trudy's sister, it's like, oh, I have to drive all the way over here to pick my sister up. And Mike's like, oh, really? You drive? So you're, what, 16? And she's like, 18. And Mike's like, oh, 18? Wow. So there's a convertible in the driveway, and she asks Mike if that's his, and he's like, oh, yeah, you want it? <laughs> he's, like, really flirting with her. Okay, we learned that her name is Stacy. That phone has got the longest cord I've ever seen in my life. Not that phone, like... Not the thing that's attached, like, the the phone, um, the speaking part. What the hell am I thinking of? Not the phone, like, cord, but I mean, like, the clear thing that goes into the wall jack. That thing is, like, really long. So, Trudy's sitting there, and she's like, I'm bored, let's go, and... Mike, like, makes his move real fast. Like, hey, you want to go, you know, out this weekend or something? And she's like, well, I can't. I'm only in town for the weekend. I got to go back to Georgetown. You know, I go to the university. He's like, oh. She's like, oh, do you go to college? And he's like, oh, well, yeah, another coincidence. Like, you're not in fucking college. And she's going to find that out pretty damn quick. I don't know what time it is, but he's like, oh, well, because I think she says, like, I'm only in town and I head back tomorrow. And Mike is like, hey, what about tonight? And she's like, tonight? It's a little late for a date. And Trudy's like, yeah, if you went out, Dad would kill you. So, and, and uh, Stacy turns to Mike's like, Mike, honestly, I, I'm just, I'm a little bit tired. It's like, yeah, she had to drive all the way over there from, I don't know fucking where, someplace. I don't know where they live from, uh, the Seavers. <laughs> and Trudy's like, I want to go, let's go! And Stacy's like, wait in the car! So, I don't think it's that she doesn't want to go out with Mike. I think it's just, yeah, that she had to drive all that way. to And it's like, it's probably going on, what, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. That's not time for a date. So, she says she's coming back in three weeks. And Mike is, like, walking away from her. He's like, three weeks? Mike... You can date other girls in between in those three weeks, okay? It's not, my gosh. It's not like you're going to hit a love connection with this girl. She mentions how, well, he's like, hey, we can work something out. And she says, well, oh, yeah, you can come down to D.C. And Mike's like, oh, D.C.? I don't think my fo- I'm folks, I mean, oh, my Volkswagen, I don't think it will make it. So Mike adds that he's just visiting for the weekend as well. And she's like, oh, where do you go to college? He's like, yeah, like a oh, bullshit. Mike put his foot in his mouth, and, and he he says Yale, she's like, wow, like, she's impressed, like, girl, does he look like someone who would go to fucking Yale? I, I don't think so. I mean, if Eric Matthews in Boy Meets World couldn't get into Yale, what the fuck are the odds of Mike Seaver getting into the, into Yale? I'd say zero. So Mike kind of puts his foot in his mouth here when he's like, oh, yeah, it's a long way up from Boston. <laughs> and stacy's like boston so she said she corrects him like uh yale's in new haven harvard's in boston and mike's like oh yeah i meant i go to harvard I'm, i get the two confused sometimes <laughs> oh he's like oh yeah i make that mistake all the time i mean i actually turned down the yale scholarship and like went to harvard instead and outside we hear the horn honking trudy is like getting tired of waiting like let's go so, <laughs> Stacy puts a hand on the door like, oh, my sister's freaking out because she's in the car. And Mike's like, yeah, I'm sorry, my little brother drove her to it. I mean, he just recently discovered girls, so. <laughs> so, Mike guilt[s] this girl into sticking around. It's like, oh, well my brother, you know, the first girl he's got a crush on has to go home early and she's like, oh, I can't believe my sister can't put up with a little harmless flirting. As they both have their hands on the frame of the door. Or on the door itself. It's like, oh my gosh. No, Mike and Stacy are actually holding hands as Mike's like, oh my gosh, these two hopeless children going into puberty. You know, we as adults should guide them properly. Like, what? Well, oh, Stacy, she's not an airhead. I'm not going to call her out for something like that, but it's like she's either r- really gullible or I don't know. Because <laughs> she seems to be eating up whatever's coming out of Mike's mouth. So, Stacy brings goes out to the car to bring Trudy back in. Mike kind of does a little yay! As Ben is in the basement with this entire like train town set up. We got uh, uh, railroad tracks and this town and people and everything. So Mike comes down to the basement and says, hey Ben, there you are. And Mike's or Ben's like, Mike, just leave me alone. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, Ben does not want any of what Mike's dishing out. He's like, hey, Ben, Trudy's upstairs. She wants you to come up there. And Ben's like, no, no, I'm through with girls. So Ben is like, Trudy laughed at me. And Mike's like, who cares? Girls laugh at guys all the time when they do stupid stuff. It's fine. And he says, hey, why don't you go upstairs? Have the last laugh on Trudy. And Ben's like, she does not care about anything that I have to say or do. And Mike's like, well you know the thing about girls is they say the opposite of what they really mean like oh my goodness gracious Mike so I'm gonna play this clip here as Mike is giving Ben advice
2: Benny my man there you are leave me alone Mike look Ben uh, I need you upstairs Trudy's up there
1: (laughs) Mike I'm through with girls
2: (laughs) you can't be Ben you haven't even started yet
1: I'm thinking about the priesthood.
2: <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So maybe things haven't gone that well for you today.
1: Mike, she laughed at me. Oh, so, Ben, all women
2: laugh at guys. You just got to get used to it. There's no time to give up. <laughs> oh, good, Mike. You
1: just squished Mr. and Mrs. Jones.
2: Good <laughs> Ben. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you all you need to know about women so you can go right back up there and have the last laugh on Trudy, okay? She doesn't care. Doesn't care? Come on, Ben. Don't fall for her little act. Now, listen to me. All girls do and say the opposite of what they mean. and don't tell me you didn't know that.
1: Of course I did. I just forgot for a minute. <laughs> All right, now, you
2: gonna go back up there? You gonna sit down here and wimp out?
1: But I don't know what to say to her. I don't know how to act with her.
2: Okay, okay. Now, the single and most important thing is just not to embarrass yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay, that means no belching. Ever? <laughs> well, at least not when you're with her. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, no screaming.
1: Of course not. <laughs>
2: Okay, and the most important thing, Ben, don't have anything
4: with you that's alive. So, Mike brings Ben back upstairs from the basement as we see Stacy pushing, physically pushing Trudy through the doorway. She's like, stop, let me go. I want to go home. I don't care about this stupid kid. So, Ben sits down on the couch and Trudy sits there on the other end and she is just like not having it. So, Mike's like, hey, you kids watch a movie or something, and me and Stacey are gonna go into the kitchen and stare at the fridge. <laughs> I
1: understand you love me. <laughs> not at all. Good, very
4: good. I don't like you either. <laughs> and this. So. With Mike's advice of women say and do the opposite of what they actually mean, uh, Ben turns to Trudy and says, I hear you love me, and she's like, No, not at all. He's like, Good, I don't like you either. Like,
3: oh good grief.
4: Now we move to the kitchen where Mike opens the double-sided fridge. Like, here, here's the fridge. Wanna touch it? Like, no, I have my own fucking fridge. Oh, she does touch it. Okay.
1: Ben, stop that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
4: So Ben slings his arm around, he's, he scoots over so he's practically sitting in Trudy's lap, slings his arm around her shoulders, and she's like, Ben, stop it. He's like, yeah, right, as he continues to stare at the screen. Now we go back, a lot of flipping back and forth between the living room and the kitchen. And Mike has like an orange cream sickle that he's licking on. And he's like, oh, according to my professor at Hale or Yarvard... So he says the biggest barrier between opposite sex is the tension before the first kiss. He's like, oh, we can get that over with right now. It's like, he is really, really throwing out every bit of material that he has. I mean, does this work on high school girls, too? Well, no, because they all know that he's in high school, so never mind. And he's like, oh, we can do that right now and get it over with. And she's like, oh, I don't know, because he... Puts that orange, like, cream sickle near her mouth and then he goes and kisses her. It's like, she didn't exactly consent to that, Mike. It's coming on way too fucking hard. So he kisses her and then backs off right away like she's not into it. He's like, see, I feel so much better. I feel like a high school boy again. And she looks at him, like, really looks at him and she's like, I don't think you're 18. What year did you graduate? Oh, because she says, where did you graduate from? And he's like, uh, Dewey. And she's like, you're a Hooter? I'm a Hooter. (laughs) That is sick. I don't like that mascot name. The Dewey Hooters? Ew. That would be changed nowadays. Not to mention, doesn't the Hooters restaurant, they would have licensing over that name, too. So she's like, I'm class at 86, which was last year and she's like you couldn't have been in my class i would have remembered you and he's like oh well i was much shorter than you should have looked down there it was (laughs) oh my god this girl how do you no way he's a junior so now she's kind of looking at him because stacy's got her arms crossed and she's looking at mike like i i really am not believing what you're saying here
1: Your hand is sweating all over my back. Yeah! You're welcome. Try it again and I'll slug you. Wait a minute. Are you really saying you really don't like me? Ben, you're just a stupid little kid with sweaty hands. That's it. I've had it with girls. I got all dressed up for you and I wasn't supposed to tell you that. You say the opposite of what you mean, but you really mean it. This is too hard. (laughs) Everything was so simple before I went to the Cosby show. (laughs) You've been to a taping of the Cosby show? In person? Yeah. Really? We do stuff like that all the time. Wow. Ow.
4: So we go back to the living room. Ben still got his arm around Trudy. And she's like, Ben, move your hand. It's sweating all over my back, which his hand is on his shoulder. No, it's not. But she's like, please get away from me. And he goes to kiss her. She's like, you do that again, I'm going to, like, Lucy Van Pelt slug you. And he goes to kiss her again, and she shoves, like, pushes him across the couch. And he's like, I don't get this. What is the deal here? You know, I got dressed all, all dressed up for you tonight, and you're not supposed to know that. And, like, you're really not into this? And she's like, look, Ben, you're just a stupid kid with sweaty hands and you're gross. I don't like you. And Ben is like, stands up. He's frustrated. He's like, "I, everything was so much easier before I went to that live taping of the Cosby show. And this is what hooks Trudy. She's like, you? You went to a live taping of the Cosby show in person? And Ben just kind of shrugs it off. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, we do that all the time. It's like our, we go like once a month. As we hear a slap from the kitchen as Stacy comes out, Mike is holding his cheek with his face. And she's like, Trudy, let's get out of here. I don't want to be in this little playpen. So she's finally wised up. Took her a while, but she's finally wised up to Mike's actions.
3: Girl, you're in college!
4: And Mike is a junior! You, you're falling for his shit? You're going out in college, guy? Well, granted, college guys, at that, I mean, come on now.
1: Come on, Trudy, we're getting out of this playpen.
2: Look, <laughs> no, I didn't say I went to college, I just said it was a coincidence.
1: Oh, and what was the
4: coincidence?
2: Well, that you're going to college and I've heard of it. <laughs>
1: Grow up. Why are you still sitting there? I said, let's go. Do I have to? Ben and I are having a very interesting conversation. We're leaving. I'm sorry, Ben. I have to go. You're really sorry? Are you kidding?
2: Wait a minute. I thought you hated him.
1: That's before I got to know him. When can we get together and talk? Um, gee, I don't know. I guess I'll call you. No, no, I'll call you. Benjamin, bye. Well, the Cosby Show. <laughs> I've also been in the $10,000 Pyramid Strive, Mr. D. Clark!
4: So, <laughs> oh my goodness. The fa- um, Stacy's just ready to get the fuck out of it. Like, what are you sitting there for, Trudy? Let's go! And Trudy's like, oh, do I have to leave now? Ben and I were having the most interesting conversation. She is hooked on the Cosby show. And Mike's kind of watching this like, I thought you didn't like him. I thought you hated him, in fact. And Trudy's like, oh, that was before I got to know him. And she's just looking at him with goo-goo eyes. And just like, oh, when can we get together and talk about the Cosby show? And he's like, oh, I'll call you. And she's like, no, I'll call you, Benjamin. And she kisses him on the face. So this is a, I wouldn't call it a trope, but it seems like the girls, we will hear this with other girls that will be interested in Ben. Except for um, Cheryl in season seven. I don't think she calls him Benjamin, but um, I know that Laura Lynn, Ben's, you know, uh, steady. The only steady girlfriend that he has, I think, does refer to him as Benjamin, maybe once. Um, and who's the other? Um, Jenny Lewis's character, who plays um Judy Jones in Ben's first kiss, which is going to be the next episode I cover. She calls him Benjamin a couple times. Yeah, she calls him like Benjamin, like at least like four times in that episode, and that's always. Most of it is always like when they're about to kiss. So I'm gonna kind of um. A semi screenshot of this um we don't really see this very often as ben is like opening the door for trudy to leave and uh, he holds the door open and you get a shot of the wall that usually we don't see it's like the wall that where the television would be and he, he shouts like oh we've also been to a taping of the ten thousand dollar pyramid but they don't just go to live tapings of the Cosby show, they also go to game shows, stuff. Stuff that's filmed in New York, so. And I gotta mention Ben's look here is all he, He's like Miami Vice practically with with the jeans. Do they wear jeans on Miami Vice? I, they might. Um his hair is all slicked back. Like all gelled back and everything, or just maybe combed with like a wet combed back with a wet comb. And Mike is just looking at this like, oh my gosh, my advice didn't work for me, but it worked for my little brother. So Ben is back in his, uh, what looks like sports, like baseball player pajamas. And Ben is enjoying a glass of, it's not Hershey's milk, but it's cocoa that's like the powdered kind in the little, um, metal container And he finally, like, dumps his milk into the cocoa container and just swirls it around and, like, drinks it out of that. And he's, like, really, like, yes, this is how I'm doing it. Great idea. So now Mike (laughs) wants to get advice from Ben. Because it didn't work for him, but it worked for Ben. It's like, okay, Ben, what's your secret? Tell me. And Ben is all like, wow, Mike, you're asking me about girls? I thought you knew everything about girls. And Ben's like, all right. I Or Mike's like, yeah, I know a bit. I'm like, all right. I know, like, z- zero. Like, and Ben is just like, wow, I can't believe you're asking me about girls. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right, all right.
2: What's the deal? <laughs> what
1: deal?
2: I want to know what you said to Trudy.
1: Just what you told me to.
2: And what else?
1: That's it. Come on, Ben. What else did you say? I need to know. Mike, are you asking my advice about women? What? Come on,
2: Ben. That's stupid. So, like, what'd you say?
1: I thought you knew everything about girls. Of course I do.
2: Okay, all right. Maybe not everything. But a lot. I know a whole lot. All right. Nothing. Zero. Zip. thought well of course you did Ben. i mean you were just a starry-eyed little kid but i guess it's time you learn the truth now that you're a guy
1: i'm an actual guy yeah, yeah a small one but yes gee i'm a guy and i know as much about girls as you do
2: you know nothing
1: uh-huh
0: <laughs> oh, 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 hi guys
1: hi hi you're up late and we're having a nightcap
0: Oh, and, uh, since you asked, yes, we had a great date. Yeah, we sure did.
1: <laughs> well, good night. Are
0: uh, the evenings over? Good night, boys.
1: Night, Mom. Good night. Mm-hmm.
0: See you in the morning.
2: Ah, uh, Dad, Dad, you got a second?
0: Well, actually, I... Uh... I it's, it's it's important. <laughs> well, okay, what is
2: it? Well, um, see, me and Ben were discussing women, and we kind of wanted to know your thoughts you two were discussing women
1: yeah i'm a guy now oh. so what do you think
2: see what we need to know is like at what age did you finally understand women
0: <laughs> what's so funny well nothing it was just seems like only yesterday that i was asking my dad that exact question <coughs> when was that it was yesterday <laughs>
4: So yeah, Mike wants to know what Ben said to Trudy that impressed her so much. Two words: Cosby Show. <laughs> That's exactly because she keeps like keeps bringing it up, and I like Ben actually you now has a straw in the metal container of cocoa that he's just sipping from. And Mike gets something out of the fridge that's, like, a long... It looks like it's a wine cooler, but, of course, it wouldn't be that. But it's like, is he drinking orange juice from a fancy wine cooler-ish bottle? Because that's what it looks like. Jason and Maggie come in, and they're kind of laughing, like, Oh, your boys are uh, up late." They don't, like, say, like, Ben, why aren't you in bed or anything like that. And Ben's like, Oh, me and Mike are having a nightcap. And um, Maggie does a whole, Oh, thank you for a lovely evening. And Jason's like, What, it's over? And she winks at him, like... No, it's over, but go come upstairs with me, and we can continue underneath the sheets. And Jason's all ready to go, and that's when Ben and Mike kind of pull dad back, saying, hey, can you give us advice? How old were you when you finally understood women? And Ben's like, well, I'm an actual guy now. And Jason's like, okay. Um, and Jason kind of laughs, and they're like, what's so funny? And he says, well, actually, it seems like just yesterday I was asking my dad the same question. And Mike's like, well, when was that? And Jason's like, well, it was yesterday, as he leaves. So, I'm kind of wondering then, when did Jason's father pass away? Is this a thing of continuity? Because I know that his mother remarries in, like, season five, I believe. With, uh, when he's with, uh, four? Later? Season four? Is it five? Um, trying to think. But, um, yeah. So, I just don't know. Is that continuity with them not, you know, just making a comment like that and then they say, like, Jason's dad, what time frame did he pass away or something like that? Because we never get a mention of that. Not like when, uh, Maggie loses his father, who also, um, passed away from cancer and uh yeah um but that's pretty much the episode i think there's if that one thing's a cold open i'm not sure what the other thing is called that's before the the credits we get a, a little scene with um maggie and carol in the kitchen and carol's eating this giant cake or eating from it and she says that she and bobby had a fight and that Bobby said for Carol to call him when she starts making sense. Like, okay. (laughs) So that's the episode. I hope you like it. Um, I think I'm gonna rate this one. I think I'll just rate it an average three out of five. Um, I like, (laughs) that was cute. Ben getting his first kiss. Well, even though technically Ben's first kiss is from Judy, Jones, I guess, if you want to call it, but his his official kiss, but his first kiss from babysitter Trudy, um, and her being impressed by the Cosby show, that was kind of cute. Um, Ben dressing up in, like, mini Mike wear. Um, Jason and Maggie going out, I thought that was cute, and just the advice that Ben gets. Um, I really did not care for Mike hitting on Trudy's older sister. I thought that he was really sly and weaselly, and that girl eventually saw through his bullshit, um, he got stood up, which sucks, but like I said, Mike, I think your reputation is starting to precede you a bit, so, yeah. As far as, uh, what I got from this episode, just, it's fine to have a crush on someone who's a little older, but don't act on it. Definitely don't act that like on your babysitter. That's just that's gross. Don't don't do that. That makes it difficult for the babysitter. And when she tells your parents how you acted, person's gonna be like, "Well, your kid hit on me. I don't like it." But I want this job. So talk to your child. All right. For next week's episode, season four, episode eight, entitled "Ben's First Kiss," which aired on December seventh, nineteen eighty-eight. Ben wants to score a date with a classmate who is not allowed to date. He throws himself a spontaneous birthday party at home and invites her. With help from Mike and Carol, they concoct a scheme to make it all happen. And this is the episode that stars Jenny, or uh, guest stars Jenny Lewis. And Robin Thick, son of the late Alan Thick, plays Boy at Party. All right, let's say hey to some podcast listeners. We have Atlanta, Georgia, Pakistan, Muskegon, Michigan, Salt Lake City, Utah, Kansas City, Missouri, San Juan, Puerto Rico, Astoria, New York, Winnipeg, Canada, St. Louis, Missouri, Pakistan, Musop, Connecticut, Pakistan, Pakistan, Easton, Maryland, Pakistan, Myanmar, I'm sorry if I mispronounce that, Republic of Korea, B-H-U-T-A-N, Butan Brainerd, Montana, I think, or is it Minnesota? I think it's Minnesota. Is it? It might be Montana. M-N, Charleston, West Virginia, Radcliffe, Kentucky, Indonesia, New York, Paraguay, Fortson, Georgia. Barcelona, Spain. Westchester, Ohio. Pakistan. Jaipur, India. Carson City, Nevada. Mexico. Devonport, Australia. Florence, Kentucky. Cambodia. Beverly Hills, California. Goodyear, Arizona. Houston, Texas. Singapore. Memphis, Tennessee. New Delhi, India. Danville, Virginia. Leban- Lebanon. Lebanon. Uh, Vale, Australia, Chicago, Illinois, T- Ellis, Texas, East Perth, Australia, Kuwait, and Reno, Nevada, Marysville, Washington, Orange, California, Los Angeles, California, Cairo, Egypt, Wellington, and Meridian, Ohio, or oh, Indiana, sorry. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and hopefully we are going to start seeing some warmer temperatures. Today was good. It was 35. The sun peaked out a few times, which was also a bonus. So onward to warmer weather as we go into the second week. As we head into the second week of March, we are getting that much closer to the first day of spring on the 21st. I'm ready, and I know all of you. I'm sure are definitely ready for especially if you come from uh, the Mitten State. So, all right, I will be back next week with the Ben's first kiss in the 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 suitor episode of Small Wonder. So look forward to that too. All right, bye bye.